0: And Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you round the UK Flag Football League. Today we look at the Rugby Raccoons, we talk to Luke Gamble about the upcoming season and we quiz the Evans brothers and see who really is the smartest out of the two. So we're talking to Luke Gamble of the Rugby Raccoons. The uh, the Raccoons started just before OFL last year. Um, we barely scraped playoffs, mainly due to
1: forfeits. But how did you find the season? Seasons season was good. Uh, it was more about finding our feet, making sure the playbook is revolving around the quarterback and the players around him. And making sure that we're getting all the players in the positions that they needed to be in and go forward from there. So it was more just a training exercise, the first OFL, just to find our feet. And then the the second OFL
0: season, we made the second tier of the playoffs, um, obviously a lot better season.
1: How did you find it? It was a great achievement, coming from just a year together, finding a new playbook, finding defence, finding new players and marching our way up. So I found a way that suited us, playing style, stuck with it and went on to win more games. In, the, in
0: between the two AFL seasons, we had our first BAFA season, what you could call a, a rookie season. We went three and nine. Were you happy with that?
1: As happy as can be. Obviously, we're all rookies with over 100 years experience, so I don't know what that has to say. But it was a lot of new players, a lot of players that had only been in the game for less than a year to two years. So once again, same as the OFL season, just fine our feet, we won more games, there's no forfeits, so couldn't complain about it. Obviously, the new players are making an impact, how are you finding them? Great. Everyone has the right attitude, everyone's coming to training, and we've found that the new people are then bringing new people, so... Clearly, we're doing something right at training with the atmosphere, otherwise, people would just hate it and wouldn't come back. Thankfully, with all the new players that we've got, they're bringing their own individual skills and they're fitting in and molding well. And also bringing a lot of height. Yeah, we were suffering on that one, mainly due to myself. No, lonely little 5 6.1. But so this season is uh, this season not the be-all, three, and 5. What was that? Sorry, projected to go ten and five this season, according to Flag Football World. Second in the season, second in the group. Yeah, let's go for it. We've got the players now. We've got the skills. We're fine tuning everything at the moment. Could be a good season. It's going to be a good season. We're going to come second. Is
0: training going well so far? Especially in the uh, the
1: wonderful conditions we've had this uh, over the winter. Well, we've been quite lucky recently. Whenever it's been a, a really cold day, it's always hit after training. So the rain's thankfully held out until 12 o'clock when we finish. So we've not really got away with any bad weather. But training itself, yeah, excellent. Everyone's eager. Everyone's up for it. Everyone's turning up. can be happier.
0: Yeah, you've got a buzzard bowl coming up. They've just done the draw the other day and... To be honest, I think we've got a fairly tough group. How do you see it going?
1: All the the divisions in there are going to be tough. They're all good teams. They've all got good players that have played for numerous years now. The one that we're in, yeah. So it's a good mixture of teams that we can definitely learn a lot from. So we're going to go out there, try and win them all. If we don't win, we're going to have fun. (laughs) if we don't have fun at least we've learnt something so feeling confident with it all just need to once again using that famous word of fine tuning everything at training to make sure that everything swings smoothly
0: obviously uh, you have to take a few years out with a with a big knee injury Um, how did you find obviously you've been playing the sport since
1: since a young age how did it feel to not be able to play for quite a while well When the injury first came around, I'll be like, "Okay, I I can stick to coaching. I've got numerous years of coaching behind me. I can help players develop and exceed. But week after week, I just hated it. I wanted to get back out on the field. So, don't tell any surgeons or doctors, but I went out in the knee brace, continued to throw the ball around a little bit. So, I wasn't completely out of the game. First season Back when I was actually running on it, it was all in my head. It was a big struggle to cut on one side. It was a big struggle to do anything that used to feel natural to me. But it's getting better. It's getting stronger. Got more confidence in it. So hopefully, I'll be able to jump this season. Obviously, the the jumping will aid hey, some
0: of the height issues we've got. You say you say that the the cutting was a, a difficult thing to come to. How does it feel to when you cut against Vinny
1: again in the Leicester game? Was that a, a decent cut to make? Oh, it was a great cut. I, oh. I couldn't fault it, but that was uh, cutting from my strong leg, so it still wasn't as strong as it had been because I hadn't been able to go to the gym or improve the strength in that leg either. So I was uh, running on bone. So only a little juke, but managed to work. I'm sure there's a lot of picture to prove it somewhere.
0: I'm sure we can find that one. I'm sure there's also uh, a lot of teams now checking the photo to see which leg is your good leg to find out which side you can cut. Maybe
1: I should wear the knee brace on the other one. And then no one will know. Where to see what happens. All right, thanks, Luke. And hopefully the season goes well for you. Excellent. Thank you very much.
0: So, Tim, uh, how did you first get into American football?
2: Uh, It was a fair few years ago now. I remember buying uh, Madden for the original Xbox in Dixons. That's how long ago it was. Um, And bought the game, took it home and and started playing it. And that's where I got the the bug, if you like. And you're a Jets fan? Any reason why? Um, When I was playing that Madden game, I was going through the, the teams and I was... Seeing which one to play play as, and the it's like the New York Jets come up, like playing green, not my favorite color. Like like the Jets, it just it sounds cool that they, they they look cool. Well, in my eyes, they do anyway. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I picked them, and they've just been loyal ever since. And then obviously you've moved into flag football. How did you get into this? Um, so my my brother. Uh, plays on defence for the raccoons I saw that he, he messaged me and told me that he was playing for you well, for the team uh, so I was, straight away I was really really interested but um, like it's something that's always always has interested me not playing the, the contact version because um, I was researching it when my second daughter was being born and I could have easily have ended up playing for Leicester Huntsman um, but I didn't take them up on the offer to go down and practice with them, uh, and then, like I say, the raccoons turned up, and that was it. Love at first sight. <laughs> and how you find in flag football in general? Um, I love it. It's like low impact, high cardio. Um, like the sport will it f- fully accept. Like people of all shapes and sizes, and like ability, and there's always a, a space for for anyone on the on the and any team. Um, it's it's good because it it's got all the ideas of like the contact version and like the plays and everything how it's all designed. Um, but it's just less stress on your aching joints, if you like. And how are you finding the raccoons as a, as a team? Oh, absolutely amazing. Um, so accommodating obviously you have a rough idea of, of what to do and, and stuff through watching the game and, and like playing Madden you, you get an idea of plays and stuff but actually doing it in real life it's completely different and everyone's been so supportive on the team um, like if you're not sure of anything everyone will always take the time out to talk to you uh, and make sure that you understand it before like doing it in practice uh, it's just like every. Like, I think we've all got a really good like family unit vibe going on with the raccoons, and um, I think that shows definitely in in like game days when we're playing, because there's a real like togetherness. So it's definitely something that is building really well for the future.
0: You, you mentioned family, obviously playing with your brother. How are you finding that?
2: There's a bit of rivalry there, as always. There would be with siblings. Um, but it's good because he plays on the defensive side and I play on the offensive side. So it's it's good in that aspect. We're not competing like with each other. Um, he has his chance to shine on one side of the ball and I have my chance to shine on the other side of the ball. I mean, was it difficult to cheer when he intercepted that play and ran it all the way back? You remember that one then? Um, it's been mentioned no, it a few times. It wasn't difficult to cheer at all. I think, I was, I think if I remember rightly, I was screaming quite high pitched um, and I ran near enough the full length of the pitch just to hug him um, to congratulate him so it it was good Um, I would like to think that he would do the same for me but I doubt it Um, but yeah it is is good when he does if he intercepts it or if he um, if he gets a bat down it is always good to see
0: Your, Your first real game days were Group Bowl and the OFL how did you find them? Um,
2: group bowl was, was, was good. I, I really did enjoy it. It was, um, it was like a really hot day. I started out at wide receiver and then our centre got injured. I think it was halfway through the first game that we played. Um, so then I got moved into centre and I think I've made that place my own, like going into OFL, um, and like really thrived in that, in that position, um but o f l in itself was just a cold cold damp experience apart from i think one game day where we had nice sunshine um but it's good to play against different different teams it's um obviously you get the the familiar ones that are there all the time and that we play in Baffa, but well that we're gonna play in baffa um but yeah it's it's just a good like playing in different weather conditions as well is always good i think. And with the Baffa season coming up
0: are you are you and the team ready for this season um I think
2: we are we're getting ready slowly um you know we've got Buzzard Bowl coming up in two weeks which is all, which is exciting because it's our first like taste of competitive football since OFL finished um so it's going to be good to, to get back into the swing of that uh, practice is going really well we're getting like new players turning up. Each week as well, so the numbers are building, which is obviously really good. Um, not competition for places and stuff. Uh, I think I think we're going to be more than ready come the start of buffer. All right, Tim. Uh, good luck in the upcoming season. I hope it all goes well for you. Cheers. Thank you very much.
0: So with Gareth Evans, you're the half of the Evans brothers. Firstly, how, how did you get into American football?
3: Um, well, I just happened to be uh, working nights at the time in a hotel and I, I put Channel 4 on and the Super Bowl was on. And I just ended up sitting up, staying up, watching it and pretty
0: much getting into it from there, really. And you're a Jets fan and I'm sure that a lot of the, the NFL UK scene are actually asking why.
3: Um, because I thought if I go to America the place I'm more likely to go is New York and I thought if I'm going to watch a game it will probably be in New York so I thought it would be the best team to support really
0: so not because they're any good or anything it's just more uh,
3: a geography (laughs) well well, we could pretty much we can say they're not very good so you know I'm definitely not a glory hunter that's for sure I'm not a Patriots fan you know what I mean
1: well, let's,
0: let's not let's not swear on TV, okay? <laughs> so, uh, flag football. How did you get into that one? Well,
3: that was you, really, because I'd, heard, I'd obviously heard about flag football, but then buying a New York Jets ball off you, and then finding out that we actually had a flag football team in rugby. I thought, you know, since I can't do contact, I thought it'd be a pretty. Pretty cool to do, really.
0: And how are you finding it?
3: It's good. It's fun. It's real fun. There's a lot of people. Everyone's nice. You get to chat to everybody and it's all really good.
0: So you're playing for the Raccoons. How how are you finding them and how are they doing at the moment?
3: Oh, we did pretty well in OFL. Um, I I pretty much... I didn't play in the Buffer League last year because I joined in too late. But then, yeah, I played OFL. That was good. We did the group bowl which was really, which was fun, a lot of fun, which was my first experience of playing games. That was really good. And yeah, they're just a, a good bunch of lads and mm. Hannah, really.
0: You say a, a good bunch of lads, does that include Tim or is it just a, uh, Well, you, to be uh, there?
3: Tim's just, Tim's just like that bad smile you
0: can't get rid of any really. You know what I mean? He just like follows you and lingers around. So what's it like playing with Tim? Obviously you're on the size of the ball, but is it a, a fun experience or is it? Oh, it's
3: it's just competitive, isn't it? You know, it's always going to be who can get the most touchdowns. Even though I'm on defense, it's you know, um, it's always competitive. Um who makes the better catches? Who who does? Who brings more to the game? It's always like that, isn't it? Really, that's how it's always
0: going to be. See, so looking at the. Uh... The season. Obviously, he was the the second highest point scorer for the team. Is it difficult to cheer when he scores?
3: Actually, you know what? It is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless it's
3: a close game that we kind of needed a touchdown to win. Yeah, it is quite hard to cheer Tim on. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather I'd much rather you pass to someone else than Tim. To be fair. I will
0: try and remember that. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you. All right, Gareth. Thanks for talking to us, and I hope the season goes well. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, first up in the Evans Brothers quiz, we have Tim. Tim will be having five questions, and to be the first answer given will be the only one accepted. Are you
2: ready, Tim? I'm ready.
0: Okay, question one. What is the largest state in America? Texas. Wrong, it's Alaska. it! (laughs) Who is the voice of Donkey in the Shrek films? Eddie Murphy. Correct. What New York district is also the nickname of Joe Namath? Broadway. Correct. Who worked with Amy Winehouse on Valerie and Bruno Mars on Uptown Funk? I can't remember his name. I have to push you for an answer.
2: Oh, I can't remember his name.
0: (laughs) That's gone. Sorry, I can't remember. Mark Ronson. That's the the guy. And final question: What year did World War II end?
2: 1954? 1945. I was going to say 45, I thought that's when it started
0: okay um, <laughs> tiebreaker question if it goes down to this Doubtful. how many yards did mark butt fumble sanchez throw as a jet
2: mm. you had four seasons there um take a stab in the dark absolute stab in the dark yards thrown gotta be four seasons i'd say about 2000
0: so, with Gareth now for the quiz, uh, Tim scored two. Let's see if Gareth can do any better. So, firstly. What is the largest state in America?
3: Uh, oh, uh, 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 is it Texas?
0: No, it's Alaska.
3: Ah, oh, obviously.
0: Who is the voice of Donkey from the Shrek movies? Eddie Murphy. Correct. What New York district is also the name of Joe Namath? Broadway. Yeah. Broadway. Who worked with Amy Winehouse on Valerie and Bruno Mars on Uptown Funk?
3: Mark Watson.
0: Correct. What year did World War II end? Uh,
3: 1946.
0: Close. It was 1945. Uh. (laughs) So you'll be glad to know that you did score three and beat Tim. That's a little bit embarrassing,
3: but yeah,
0: I'm glad glad I beat Tim. But let's let's make it a bit more interesting with the tiebreaker how many yards did mark Butt fumble Sanchez throw for as a jet he had four seasons there
3: <laughs> okay
0: oh, right. okay
3: so but fumble all right so I'm let's, gonna...
0: let's put this in now if Tim if uh, Tim gets this closer, That would technically make it 3-all. Right. Let's see if you can beat that one. Let's see if you can keep (laughs) hold of it. No pressure,
3: no no pressure. You know what I mean? Not at all. In four seasons, I'm going to say he threw for about... 8,500 yards. 8,500
0: yards. Yes in four years. Oh, yes. Got a lot of uh, confidence in him there.
3: Well, you know, we made made playoffs, didn't we? So, you know, he's got to have had a good... good... at least one good season.
0: Well, it was 12,092. Really? Yeah. You had a lot more faith in him than Tim did. Why would Tim say? Tim said 2,000. In four seasons. In four seasons.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Wow.
0: To, to be honest, honest. I, I, think that, I think that Steve Podmore has thrown more <laughs> even yards. With, even with his
3: eyes closed, I think Pod's even thrown more, with his more eyes closed,
0: yards. He still managed more yards. <laughs> so, wow. Gareth, congratulations. You may not be mummy's favourite, but you are the smartest thank you very much
3: thank you that's all I needed in life that's it I'm going to get a t-shirt made up with this on, you know that don't you
0: can't wait to see it at training <laughs> cool thank you very much well that wraps it up for this show I hope you enjoyed it you can find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast please give us a like and a share and if you've got anything you want to add to the show please contact me